Dwayne, Chapter 13. Mama's house was like my sanctuary. No matter what bitch I was with, when things got tough, I could always come back to my mama. So this morning, instead of looking at the Aryan's face, I was at Mama's crib getting some air in her home cooking. No matter how early it was, Mama was always up and dressed. Her dress was perfectly pressed. Her long hair was twisted into a bun. Her jet black hair was fading white. Strings of white were invading her head, but she was aging gracefully. I missed the days of waking up to her cooking me breakfast. Now I was a grown man with a business and my own kids. When the last time you seen DJ and Deja? She must have been reading my thoughts as she was scrambling more eggs and pulling bacon out of the oven. It's been a minute, Mom. Hey, Mama be tripping. My baby mama, Didi, hadn't been the same since I broke up with her and turned her loose. Especially when she figured out it was Kiki buying the kids clothes instead of me. She hated when I got with anybody who was better than her. Now she was making me and my family pay for it, especially my mama. I tried calling her, but she won't take my calls. Now that pissed me off, but I kept eating. It was one thing to keep the kids away from me, but to keep them away from their grandmother was some pitiful bullshit. The bitch just wanted me to come over there and fuck her. If I did that, everything would be all right in the world. Kiara said she was going to file papers to get me custody, but that was before everything got fucked up between us. When you gonna settle down, boy? Have one of them fast-tailed heifers cook for you instead of me. Mama brought more bacon to the kitchen table and piled it on my plate. You know they can't cook like you, Mama. But the truth was, I didn't want to be around a chick every day. I tried that shit for the longest with Kiara, and look what she did to me. Now Arian wanted the same thing. She was getting a little too clingy, so I had to let that shit go. Coming to Mama's was the best way for me to get some room. Plus, I had a new hot thing I needed to take somewhere and nobody would see us. Where better than Mama's basement? This would be the one place that Arian would be too afraid to come checking up on me. She knew Mama wouldn't play her trying to run up in her crib. That shit would be too disrespectful, even for her hood ass. Arian was my main chick by default right now, and that meant the big dog needed his space. She needed to know that the big dog sometimes jumped the fence. Slow down, child. You eating like you starving. She was right. Pushing the pancakes in my mouth, I couldn't help it. Last night still had me tired. You know me, Ma. I love when you cook breakfast. Pancakes, fried potatoes, bacon, eggs were all piled on the table for me. But the slamming of the basement door made Mama turn around. I told the bitch to be quiet when she left, to make sure she closed the door quietly so Mama didn't hear it. But sure enough, she heard the door slam. Who is that downstairs? She looked out the window. I kept eating and pretending like I didn't hear her. Boy, you better answer me. I still said nothing as I thought about how that bitch sucked me up last night. I wanted her to be gone before Mama woke up, but I couldn't keep her lips off my dick. Dwayne, Sharif, who is this girl walking down my driveway? That's my friend, Ma. I left it at that, but of course she wanted to know more. Your friend? Who you got in my house and didn't tell me, boy? She always made me feel like a little boy when she went on this shit. I grabbed another pancake, trying to drown her out, but she kept going. Boy, you over there eating like you got another baby on the way. Now that made me stop chewing. Don't say that shit, Ma. You trying to jinx me? She almost made me want to leave, but I was still hungry. She might have been right, 
With all my other kids, I ate like a released hostage when they got pregnant. Boy, you already jinxed. Your damn daddy's blood runs through your veins. She was right about that. My daddy may have more holes than anybody I knew. Yeah, <laughs> remember when he said he had more more women than, than Macy's had dresses? <laughs> I laughed, but Mama didn't crack a smile. Come on, Ma. You know, you he's not still mad at him, are you? My dad had been dead for years, and Mama still refused to say his name. She brought him up only every now and then, but it was never in a positive way. It was always to tell me not to go down his road, but I couldn't help it if I was a ladies' man. No, sir. I'm not mad at him, she said, stepping over me and rubbing my head. I'm just sorry I wasn't able to stop you from being like him. He wasn't that bad of a man, Ma. He did what he had to do. Only if he was still here. I thought about my pops all the time, wishing I could talk to him about the shit I had going on, but he died years ago. Him not being here is his fault. She sat down in the chair beside me. I hated when she got like this, just saying shit cause she was bitter. I love my mama, but whatever happened between her and my pop was their business. Ma, I don't really wanna go into that. Like, all that stuff was between y'all. Having a heart attack wasn't his fault. No, son. There are things that you probably needed to know before now, but I never wanted to tell you. She always said while I was growing up that it was his own fault that he was dead. Back then, I couldn't ask questions or tell Mama not to say that. Now that I was grown, I could tell her to leave Pop's name alone. But today, she was insistent. As I pushed the last piece of pancake in my mouth, I was prepared to leave because listening to this shit was not in my plans to start my day. You always say that it was his fault. How's a heart attack his fault then? I was listening, waiting for her to say something spiteful. Because he didn't die of a heart attack. (sighs) Your father died of AIDS. I heard her words, but it didn't make sense. My daddy wasn't sick, or coughing, or skinny with, with spots all over his face. Pops didn't have no AIDS. What are you talking about? Before I could ask her, she got up from the table, walked to her room, and returned a minute later with a paper that she handed me. At the top in bold letters, it said death certificate. Look under cause of death. My eyes scanned down, searching through the form until I found it. Complications of acquired immune deficiency syndrome. You see, that's why I'm telling you. The things that he was saying may have been fun at the time. All of the whoring around may have felt good, but look where it sent him. Straight to the cemetery. I threw the form down, letting it fall on the floor. Nah, nah, you you lying. I stood up watching a tear fall from her face. I couldn't lie to you, son. Not anymore. No, you you gotta be lying. We didn't want to tell you the truth. And I didn't want you to see him get really bad, so he hid it from you. Why tell me this shit now, then? Because you need to know. You're carrying on just like your damn daddy. I laughed at her when she said that. Getting up from the table, I knew my time coming over to Mama's house was over. You know what? You just bitter like the rest of them. 
She shook her head. No, son. I want you to see that if you keep going down this road, you may end up. I'll never end up like that. I wrap it up every time. I said, but she kept shaking her head. I ain't no dumb motherfucker out here. I ain't getting that shit. Son, watch your mouth. She had me fucked up thinking I would get that shit. But she didn't stop with that. There's more than one way to die, you hear me? I heard her loud and clear, but none of those words were going to involve me. Look, mama, I love you, but I got to get to work. I grabbed my keys and headed for the door. Son, listen to me. Change your ways before it's too late. Please. I nodded and gave her a kiss on the cheek. No hard feelings, mama. I don't mean to be disrespectful, but I'm good, okay? I know what I'm doing. I'm living my life how I want to live it. I left her with that, leaving out the back door to my car. Pops never had bitches like this on his team. I told myself as I walked to my BMW. Kiara hadn't asked for it back, and I had no intention of giving it back. I got inside and started the engine, listening to my baby purr. I knew my mama was just talking shit. Wasn't no way I was getting AIDS. Niggas only got killed from pussy when they were stupid, and I was far from that. I had all of this shit under control and wasn't shit going wrong, because I was a better man than my pops. He never had a business like my shop. I was going to make it rich off my barber shop and show mama her son wasn't no bum-ass nigga. I was somebody, and I wasn't going nowhere. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Soleil. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you can be the first one to get new episodes. New chapters are uploaded Monday through Friday every week until we get to the end of the book. So catch up. Keep listening. I'll let y'all later.